podcast. Welcome to the Almost Perfect Podcast. You know the rest. If you're listening to a solo episode, I assume you know how the intro of this podcast goes. What is happening, beautiful people? Uh, sorry for the absence. Uh, I'll get into all of that <laughs> just now. Um, well, I guess I'll just get into it straight away. To be honest with you, I have been reaching out to quite a few people. There are a few interviews lined up over the next couple of weeks at least, but timing some things hasn't gone my way. Other people have replied and been like, I'm amped, and then we set things up, and then they just cut communications, which is weird. Um, other people, we, you know, got them on the line, but their sound was bad, so I'm going to do it with them in person. And so, yeah, there's been one damn thing after another. And to be honest with you, like I've done a few solo episodes that I just haven't put out because they were pretty naggy. Like I've been depros, bro. I've been, uh, yeah, having a bit of a depression session for the last little while. It's actually, like if I look at it properly, been going for like the last three years or so (laughs) at least. But yeah, like I've been working on myself and just trying to get my head back in the game. So that's where we're at. Like, I'm sorry that, yeah, the podcast hasn't been uh, coming out every Friday. Like, I try to make it happen. And hopefully for the rest of the year, we will make that happen. But yeah, for now, as I say, I've been focusing on myself. I've been doing some diving into my psyche and just analyzing the things that have been getting me down and why they've been getting me down. Like, You know, part of me was feeling it's the external anxieties of, you know, like nuclear war and the fucking floods here and all just all the chaos of, you know, life in South Africa with load shedding with the 22 million rand flag, the fucking, what's it, data vibes? Yes. Like, you know, you just see how fucked the world is and, you know, that definitely does get me down, but The truth is, like, you know, just losing people and seeing, you know, my grandfather slowly, painfully die, my grand strokes, all these different things, like, have really just compounded, I think, and made me, I don't know, just, (laughs) it's gotten to me. Like, that's the truth, and it should. Like, these things are dark and they're heavy. And not addressing them and not admitting that they do weigh on me. Like, they do. But at the same time, you know, you've only got one life to live. As they're always saying, like, there's no point. I mean, there is a point, obviously, in (laughs) feeling your fucking feelings and grieving and, yeah, going through all of it. But, like... The whole thing is sometimes, and at least for me, I know that I can withdraw and not necessarily live my life because of those things. And that's silly because, (laughs) you know, the people you've lost would obviously want you to make the most of the rest of your life. Like, yeah, I'm sure they feel you know, it's somewhat nice that people still care and miss them and all of that. (laughs) But I would assume that 
you would want like for me personally i know that i would want all my friends if i had to like pass away soon like to carry on and go on to do amazing things you know regardless of whether or not i'm around would be cool to see it for myself definitely but yeah it's you gotta (laughs) you gotta you gotta live your fucking life and you know on the other side the sickness thing the old age thing is also like whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen like you can obviously work on your health now and it's a good thing to do so you know like to actually eat well exercise do the things you know you know the things we all know the fucking things that we need to do to try and you know make sure that our minds and bodies are healthy for as long as possible but at the same time like you know you can't fight genetics you can't fight the environment there's a lot of other issues out there and so whatever's going to happen is going to happen and if you spend your life worrying about that you're not living your life you're not enjoying your life you're not like you're basically suffering twice for the same thing because if you're worried about getting cancer your whole life and then you get cancer like it's doubly bad i guess or one and a half times as bad probably not doubly bad but like maybe not even one and a half 1.2 times as bad it's still pretty bad like i think any multiplication of cancer equals bad times for (laughs) for you uh and for me potentially who fucking knows so yeah i've been as i say i've been focusing on myself i've been meditating i've been exercising i've been eating well i've been writing i've been learning coding i've been organizing a gig yes putting together a comedy and music gig on the 16th of june at uh, the roots house so that's kaylin and damien roots Kaylin was an early guest on this podcast and you should definitely go listen to that episode. And Damien is the guy who made the intro music and the bed music for this podcast. And yeah, just someone who, well, both of them are people who I just dig hard and they offered before, like Kaylin and I have chatted before about doing a gig there, but it was a bit more COVID-y. And like, we're, I'm hoping 16th of June is like in between waves, like that feels about rights just looking at the past experiences and stuff so yeah we're gonna we're gonna give it a go and yeah we're gonna get some music going we're gonna get some comedy going abby hudson and i are putting it together like so that like i called abby i was like yo do you want to do some comedy gigs together do you want to organize some stuff because we chatted about this at the beginning of the year but then things kind of fell off the rails but now we're actually making stuff happen so yeah this is the first thing we're doing and I don't know the full lineup just yet. I know that Damien's going to be playing. I'm going to be on. Abby's going to be on. Uh, Ziggy Nomverte, he's going to be on. And then, yeah, going to actually be going to a gig tonight uh, to check out some young talent to see what the new acts are doing. Because there's a bunch of bands that are playing, well, a bunch of different acts, not just bands playing. And I've never seen any of them. So I'm actually quite excited because it's cool to, I don't know, nature's healing, you know? It's cool to see the scene reviving. Like, but in Durban, that always happens anyway. Like, whether there's a pandemic or not, we've always got to deal with the migration. So there's always something new, like, happening. It's just whether or not it's good. And it's it's been a few, there's been a few periods in the last 15 years or so where things have been good. I'm hoping 
this is uh, this is another one. So we'll check it out for ourselves uh, tonight. And if there's any acts that we dig, gonna put them on. And there's also a couple other acts that I I dig. You know, I like we've got a list. You probably know some of them from the podcast, but it's gonna be a bit of a chilled, stripped down affair. Like no no drums is essentially the vibe that we're going for with this because it's at a house, it's in a neighborhood. But yeah, we're gonna do it from the afternoon into the evening. There'll be some music, then there'll be some comedy, then there'll be some music, and then there'll be some more music, but it'll be DJs. So the other music I was talking about would be live music. And feels good to be getting back into the swing of things, getting back into the groove. And there's a lot of, like, Abby and I had a lot of cool ideas and a lot of interesting potential venues to go check out. And I'm excited, man. Like, I fucking... Like, I just, I really miss doing stand-up comedy. And I know I've made, like, things harder for myself <laughs> with regards to uh, being antagonistic towards the rest of the comedy scene in some ways. But whatever, man. Like, I'm capable of organizing gigs. And there's also, there's I haven't burned bridges with everyone. Like, I'd say like half the comedy scene, maybe not even, not fucking even. It's just like, there's some key players that I have said some things about and <laughs> that will prevent me from getting into certain spaces. But, you know, you got to fucking talk your shit, you know, you got to stick to your guns, man. That's something I've always believed. If You think someone is a fucking puss and uh, they're doing pussy things. Say it. Like, but I get why people don't, because they want to have nice, long, lucrative careers. Oh, man. I was actually chatting to a woman comedian when I was last in Joburg, and we were talking about some of the creeps in the comedy scene and stuff, and, you know, why she doesn't actually say anything publicly. And, you know, it's because she doesn't want to make her career harder. Like, she knows that if she speaks up about not being able to be in the same room as certain comedians without fucking being harassed, that she is going to be the pariah. And that's also shit that just fucking like really fucking gets to me is the way like the industry, like regard, like whether it's comedy or music or whatever it is, just does protect people for a very long fucking time. Like for like, I mean, you look at the Jimmy Savile fucking documentary, and it only ever came out after he died. <laughs> that he was a fucking pedophile. Like worse than that, you know. Like yo, I I recommend checking out the Jimmy Savile documentary on Netflix or wherever you watch your <laughs> your streaming uh, stuff. Like I know Netflix is the one that put it out there, but I know some of you might watch it somewhere else. Um. But yeah, like, so that's the thing. I mean, a lot of that stuff's also gotten to me quite a bit over the, like, forever, I guess. Um, is yeah, just the way, yeah, shitty people and untalented people and fucking just sociopathic fucking assholes often manage to get in you know, positions of power and everyone else suffers for it. But 
personally, I'm going to do what I always do. Just do my own thing. Just create my own gigs with Abby. We're going to be, yeah, as I say, we got some cool ideas. I hope, I hope we can bring a comedy show to a place near you. Because we are, especially if you're in KZN, uh, we're going to be expanding beyond Durban Central. That's for sure. And we're also going to be hosting some workshops, actually. Free workshops. Um, if you want to learn how to do stand-up comedy, I'll teach you the basics. I know I'm not the greatest comedian in the world, but I do know how to write a fucking joke. I kind of know how to tell a joke. Maybe maybe Abby could help with that side of it. And I, I, I know where I'm lacking. I've always known my delivery was uh, subpar, but it's nothing practice can't fix. So I'm excited for this fucking journey, man. I really am. Like, I've got a ton of material that's just been sitting and waiting and, like, needs... I mean, I've been working on it bit by bit over the pandemic. So I've also got lots of notes. And I get... I didn't even fucking mention it. This is, this is impressive, actually. I'm 14 minutes in and I haven't even mentioned that I deleted Twitter. Uh, well, I deleted my personal Twitter. Obviously, the Elon Musk thing was part of it. And especially because people were like... Oh, no one's going to do anything. They're not actually going to delete their accounts, whatever. And I was just like, that's just, I don't know. <laughs> that's the behavior of someone who is addicted, I think. You know, it's an abusive relationship. And I definitely do feel like I've been having like come downs <laughs> and withdrawals. But it's been, it's been good. And I've been able to channel a lot of that energy into actually writing jokes instead of just trying to like write an idea and put it out onto Twitter for some likes. I'm actually, you know, sitting with stuff and trying to mine it for deeper, deeper connections, more laughs, and finding out, figuring out ways to deliver it. And yeah, it's actually been quite cool. So we'll see how it all goes, but I'm trying to have a healthier relationship with social media, which has been a running theme on this podcast ever since it started. You know, I've got a love-hate relationship with the ability to obviously reach an audience and connect with people versus the whole being manipulated into hating everyone and everything all the time and feeling jealous and resentful of like people and just all of that shit, you know, all the negative stuff that it is intentionally created to do well it wasn't created to do that but it's been refined to do that and yeah just the more i think about all of it the less i want to be a part of it like i want to utilize it as the tool that it is to share you know the things i care about and i've got almost perfect to do that you know i've got my own website where if i want to write something i can put it up there i will eventually be having, you know, some video content in terms of comedy and that. I used to think I want to do a vlog. I don't think I want to do that anymore. I used to think I want to be a streamer. Don't think I want to do that anymore. What I really want to do is get on stage and tell jokes that I've thought about for a while and try and share some laughter with people, try and connect with people in real life. Because I was even saying to Abby the other day that like, it feels like the only way to actually be a comedian these days is to, to do it in real life. Like, <laughs> which is obvious, but when you look at the fact that, like, everyone on Twitter is a comedian now, like, everyone's cracking jokes all day, every day. Like, someone's got, like, a witty zinger. Like, 
everyone's gotten better at writing jokes because of Twitter and because of the competitive nature of all of it and the the watch me twirl daddiness of all of it, you know? So it doesn't feel as rewarding to get. I mean, that's the thing. I've had some tweets get like over a thousand retweets and stuff. And like when that happens, you feel pretty, pretty damn good about yourself. But there's a lot of people who aren't comedians who have gotten that as well. So, you know, I don't know if that's necessarily the best measure, but comedy and stand-up comedy is something that is very uh, tangible. It's something that you got to do, like, I feel like the best, like, the most real is, yeah, when you're on a stage in front of a crowd of mostly strangers and you're trying to get them laugh at the weird thoughts that you uh, have going on in your head, the weird connections that you make, the things that interest you, and your worldview, and sometimes just the things you find funny, you know? It's a great way to actually <laughs> find, I don't know, find yourself, but also understand the world better, and there's a whole lot of reasons why doing stand-up comedy is a good time, and yeah. I'm just looking forward to getting back on stage. So that's where I'm at, people. I was having a bit of a bad time. I don't think I'm having a bit of a bad time anymore. I'm not quite having a good time just yet, but I'm having a better time than I was. And I think that's all we can really ask for. <laughs> so I think I'm going to leave things at that. Uh, if you want to hear more from me, you want to read more from me, or just anything related to me, uh, just go to almostperfect.co.za. I do have a newsletter that comes out roughly every month. I don't try to sell you anything in it. It's pretty useless, actually. I just write random shit. Like at the moment, I'm writing about why I hate the internet. Maybe that'll be a newsletter. Maybe it'll be something else. I don't know. But uh, I'm writing a bunch of different shit. And we'll see how much of it makes it to the websites, how much of it makes it to other places. But like I say, almostperfect.co.za is where you can find all of that. Of course, the social medias and stuff, you'll you'll find it. You know, there's links, they're around. Um, I'm not gonna guide your hand through it. You're a, you're a, you're an adult, I assume. Um, the, the stats, I don't think the stats show below 18 actually. But if they did, I don't know how many of you are in that uh, cohort. I guess. Hit me up. Tell me if you are under the age of 18 and what sort of content you would like to hear. Who's who's buzzing in in your world? Uh, <laughs> fuck. What the fuck am I talking about? Clearly, I am rambling. Clearly, I'm going on for too long. So, I want to give a shout out to the titular titles tier over at patreon.com forward slash almost perfect. Now, this is a tier. It is a $10 tier. And you get to pick your title right here at almost perfect media um also i wanted to let you know i've been going through the archives and stuff like that in my my various google drives and folders and stuff and i found uh audio recordings of old interviews that i did some that actually didn't even get published like the one with bcuc that i did at opicopi years ago so i'm gonna gather all of those and try clean up the audio a bit and i'm gonna put that out as extra content over at patreon because i've been letting you down You've been giving me money. I haven't been giving you content. Well, I haven't been giving you as much content as I would like to be giving you for your money. So that's something to 
you know, look forward to if you're over at patreon.com forward slash almost perfect, but you can sign up for as little as a dollar a month. But the following people have signed up for $10 a month and they are Rousseau, who is the storage clerk of subtle heresies in the lesser Overberg region. Russell Grant, who is the Far East correspondent. Neil Green, who is our key grip. Kron Slemon, the almost perfect hedge fund manager. Vishen Renadu, our spiritual advisor. Ruz Ventura, the director of purchasing. Julian, who is our king. Kron Chetty, who is the assistant to the regional manager. Kath Jenkin, who is the inevitable ruler of the universe and Queen Swifty. Our executive producer is, of course, Stephen Oliveira. And our benefactor is Anonymous. So that's it. That's the crew. That's all I need to let you know. I think there might be some other things I need to let you know, but we're here now and uh, I will catch you on the flip side.